0: This is Banging on the Drum. It is another beautiful day in West Central Wisconsin. And welcome to season two, episode 41 of Banging on the Drum. I am your host, P-Dog. Oh, joined alongside my co-host M-Dog. How you doing, M Dog? Doing good. That. how are you doing I'm doing great doing great ready for this episode kind of on a short shorter schedule than normal so usually we're taking them out on Thursdays but I got stuff coming up this week so I needed to record <laughs> earlier on the pre-madonna of the show so what generally
1: I- that's true it's not always been true but generally um so what do you got for overs and unders going into this week All right so my under i kind of talked about
0: it last episode was my wife thought that i had been training for this half marathon like she had been training for this half marathon that we were gonna run on our own and last episode i was scheming on how i could get out of running the half marathon because we weren't gonna run it together so it didn't seem like it would be that big of a deal to just like bail out on it. But then I was starting to feel guilty and stuff. And anyways, long story short, I ended up doing it and it was miserable. Like you, your, your voice was going through my head. Honestly, when I was doing it, I was like, (laughs) yeah, it's like Mike said, it's my body's not stopping. It's my mind. That's going to be the thing that stops me. But I don't think that is real because there's no way I could have ran 13 more miles. Like, I don't think it was okay. good to run 13 more miles. Like by the end of it, like my knees hurt so damn bad that I was like, sure that I did permanent damage to them. Like I was like, oh no, like I got a PT test coming up in about a month. Like I am so screwed for all this stuff. And then my route at the end was like, it was leading into like a hill to get back to my house. And I was like, I can't do that hill. So then I and did you path. do the hill? No, I seen a path that like cut in and I I'd ran on this path before. Um and I was like, I don't remember it being too hilly. And like when I cut on the path, there was like no hill. And I was like, nice. And then I turned a corner and there was like not much of a hill. I mean, I'm in Florida, so it's not like I got, like, huge hills to deal with. But so I was like, whatever, I can get up this, like, gradual incline. And then right when I would be finishing, it went, like, I don't know what degree incline it was. And I was like, nope. And I just turned around backwards and then finished running back from where I came from. So, and I was, like, dead. Like, I was probably... That put me like a half a mile away from my house because I... That's probably good though. Veered, Yeah, but my wife ended up having to come get me because she'd finished. She started an hour before me. And so she finished about an hour before me as well. She crushed it. She like ran at a steady pace the whole time. Like I want to say she ran like 930 miles for 13 straight. And my pace was like... 9 30 mile 9 45 10 minute mile 10 minute mile I, I stayed at the 10 minute mile mark for a long time but then after the 10 mile mark like I dropped to like 11 30s like by the yeah. end I think I could have been walking faster than I was running
1: but that's all see it probably would have been beneficial for you to walk home that half mile and just kind I mean of like I walked it out, but like I said, it
0: was a, it's a decent sized hill to get home. So I was like, in my knees, like I, I was guaranteeing to myself, I was like, I did something I shouldn't have done. Like I pushed my body further than I needed to push my body. And I was kind of like mad at myself. Like, you think you'd be like happy after you got done with that. I was like, kind of mad at myself. Cause I was like, yeah. why did I do that all for like, you know, like it wasn't even yeah. like a race or anything, but right. whatever. Uh, so
1: on your PT test, what is your time generally? Like, so I have to run a mile and a half as
0: fast as I can. And I don't know, man, it, it's year to year on how quick I've done it. Like I've done it as quick as like nine, nine minutes and like 10 seconds so basically six minute miles yeah. well uh, whatever is six minute two a six minute mile then like a three minute a half mile right and then but that's six minute miles like so that's the pace you're on i guess yeah and then then i've done it as slow as like whatever it would be to get like an 11 30 on it and then usually i try to shoot for under 10 10 minutes like doing it at an under 10 but I think I've actually only done that once so I would say if I averaged out all my PT scores throughout my my career it's been like 10 20 10 30
1: something like that so you're probably closer to seven minute miles right and then I think that 11 the one you're talking about with the 11 is probably like a seven and a half minute mile which isn't I mean those are still relatively fast
0: oh and that one was brutal too because it was like sprung on me like I want to say a week before I had to do it like I had to take a PT test to like promoters something like that I can't remember like what I would have been promoted to at that time and then I was still young and dumb so like something fun happened the night before and I literally went into it I didn't sleep like I stayed out from the night before I didn't sleep and I went and did a PT test so that was a brutal one, but, but yeah. And then I'll keep it simple with my overs here. So wasn't as sore. So like I said, I thought like I tore some tissue in my knee. That was going to be like sore for like a month. Um, but I wasn't really sore the next day, which kind of surprised me.
1: And then the next day today or Sunday,
0: it was Sunday.
1: So, okay. And so so, what, how do you feel today?
0: Just fine. Like, I went and started training to run fast. I'm in speed demon training training mode now. Like I said, I got that PT test coming up, so I got to try to get under 10 minutes.
1: What's passing?
0: It's pretty slow. I want to say like 15 minutes.
1: So like a 10 minute mile.
0: It's something like that.
1: Okay. Um, yeah. I could be wrong. But I
0: don't I don't tend to look at that one. I want to, I want to get a perfect score one time before I get out. And I was so close the time I ran the nine minute mile and a half, but that yeah. I didn't, I didn't get the pushups that time. So I've never got the pushups. ups always got the sit-ups one time, got the run and never got the pushups. So.
1: All right. So what's the, uh, like, what do you, how do you train pushups? I don't do that much. Like, I just do, like, my normal
0: chest stuff. So if I if I just started knocking out push-ups like crazy, I maybe could get myself to it. But, like, when I was in my younger days, it was, like, not that I'm old, but, like, you need to get 68 push-ups in a minute. And I was, like, that's not possible if you're doing push-ups. Like,
1: don't do them. Do whatever they let you get away with.
0: Yeah, that's it that's that's what I need to do but I usually my person grading me isn't that bad but I'll, I've gotten bitched at for not going up all the way in push-ups because I kind of like it's yep. probably like actually like a harder workout like what I do is just kind of yeah
1: because it. you never lock out right
0: yeah but but yeah so need to get on that too so I'll probably
1: be joining Mike's 100 push-ups a day uh challenge here coming up yeah so for me like i i think the most i've gotten is 50 right now but i did take three weeks off or whatever after i failed at the beginning of february so
0: yeah it's different though like when it's game time too though i'm sure you get more than 50 like if someone was like this is this is your test like this is like you have other people doing them next to you too so like not that you're, like, competing with them, but, like, you're kind of, like, in the effort together.
1: Like, yeah, and somebody's uh, watching you, like, that definitely plays a part in it. Like, you don't want to, like, look like a complete fool, right?
0: Yeah, it, it's game time. Because, yeah, I I did a whole chest workout today, and then I try to do my push-ups afterwards, which I think is stupid. Because I think I got to do it before my workout and then after my workout just to, like, hit it twice and see where Ooh, I'm at. Yeah. Because yep. that... Uh, Cause I got 30 at the end of my workout, but it was, I, I worked out my chest today. So that
1: is your chest workout. Like, I mean, and we're getting into like, yeah, we're going know, too far into this. We're into, the, we're into the weeds on like fitness type stuff, right at the moment, but is your chest workout, like high rep, or is it like getting strong type stuff? I, I, people think I, it's the same I, remedy, I'm, I'm not interested in the
0: two rep, max really and and i've just finished a program which was like pretty high rep but i think i'm gonna pick up another program that's pretty high rep but i'm probably gonna kind of do my own thing when it comes to the running the push-ups and the sit-ups because i'll probably just start doing 100 push-ups 100 sit-ups every day until like a week before my pt test and then kind of chill on them yeah that's a a good idea and then try to knock it out but let's get out of this let's get out of this so yeah. my my actual over is we set up something for our march madness so last year we did our uh fast food and this is this is going to be a tease but i think i think we got a better uh march madness bracket
1: this year than the fast food one last year and i like the fast food one i thought the fast food one was great <laughs> like we, we we didn't edit it very well like um go through and get things that everybody had had it or at least a few of us had all tried but uh, I thought the fast food lat one last year was great. I do think this one will be okay too so
0: no and I'm sure we'll have some hiccups in this one but like last time we spent too much time on like oh I, I've never had bow jingles and then somebody else was like no, me neither no and like no one had bow jingles and we're like what what should we do with it then? Like, whereas yeah. this time, um, we're going to keep it, keep it teased for now, but with whatever we're doing, if we don't recognize the logo or the name or whatever, they probably just lose. Like that's, that's yes, yeah, just, just, just the way it is. But yeah. I think I have put together a decent list that once again, I just ripped. So how about you? Let's get to you off me. What was All right. Your- so,
1: uh, yeah. So Sunday we're, we're going to go out, right. We're going out, um, to visit Kelly's Kelly's sister. So we're driving like probably like an hour and a half hour and 45 minutes away and like 10 minutes before we're supposed to be on the road. Uh, we discovered that a diaper went through our washing machine and I don't know if anybody has kids like this might've happened to you or you know, what's in diapers. And so diapers explode when they have too much water in them. And so then like the beads that absorb all the water or the pee, right. Get everywhere. So we had to like scrub out our washer before we left. And it, it was just kind of like a shitty way to start a day. (laughs) Right. There was, as far as I know, there was no shit in the diaper. I don't think there was, there was no like brown smears around the, um, the washing machine or nothing like that. So, well, you was, shit
0: uh, your pants enough that your your washing machine probably can take that by now, right?
1: Well, it has one like streak for me all the time, but you know, <laughs> not from the kids. So, uh, but anyway, the the diaper goes through there because it got put in like with the pajamas or whatever, and just a like pretty pretty shitty way to just start the day. No pun intended. Cause the pun is only kind of there. Um, and then, so I've been dieting pretty hard and I miss drinking beer or booze way more than I thought I would. Yeah. You're probably an alcoholic. I, I mean, I didn't have withdrawals or anything that I'm aware of, but I like, I do want, maybe that is a withdrawal. Huh? Maybe. I, think, I don't know. I think it's I, like a slight withdrawal. No, but like, I have two beers in my fridge that I'm just going to wait until what the ninth or eighth or whatever Easter is. And then I'll have beer, or whatever. But I definitely have noticed that I want to have beer some nights, like a Friday night after I get done with work, I want to have four or five beers.
0: Yeah. I get that way easier. Like I, I, I don't know if it's an issue, but like, even when we just do this or like when we meet up, yeah. I miss having like a drink in my hand while we're doing this. Like, I think we definitely do get like a lot shittier when we both get like pretty drunk and then we can't like recall a lot of stuff.
1: But I think if we could keep it to like two or three beers, but you can drink beer. I gave you the loop. No, yeah, but I I took it away from myself and said, no. It's bullshit, Mike. Es muy bueno. Uh, yeah, so I took that away from myself. So all booze, whiskey, beer, whatever, right? Whatever I've decided I wanted to drink, no drinking, um, and then like my my body is not reacting on this current day very well to my diet, right? So my stomach's been kind of like grumbling. Um, it's not not doing great, but I think I'll adjust here in the next week or so.
0: Yeah, you. You do some strict stuff. I I did want to make an amendment to the beer that you can drink. So you're okay. not drinking any beers, but I think you can drink blats. So if you
1: if you get blats, you can have some blats. You can't I tell think me I've had blats here. Maybe not. I mean, I've drank some like like some uh, beast, like ice Milwaukee's ice or something. But Blatt's is just a nice
0: cheap case, um, probably a 12 pack for five bucks and some good real Milwaukee tasty beer you can have there.
1: See, you you got to have not very good, but um, I did have a kind of like a maybe this goes in our good ideas thing instead of in our overs and unders. But I think that they should sell beer in coolers like styrofoam like your cardboard coolers. box should be like a styrofoam cooler maybe or i just pay like so let's say i'm paying $17 for my 30 pack or $20 for my 30 pack or $25 it should just be like a $15 upgrade to get it like a cooler with it every time
0: i think you could just buy a cooler
1: i or, could but like, like but with, i'm not, was, i don't i don't want that i want it so for, like you would pay 15 extra dollars for it to come in a cooler maybe i don't know i haven't decided yet probably not i'm pretty cheap but i think that it that should have been the standard from the jump like a styrofoam cooler instead of a yeah really I mean, in the
0: world people are weird weird about styrofoam nowadays but like if you're going to the beach and you don't have a cooler like usually you can buy one of those styrofoam ones for like two bucks like
1: yeah, it's yeah not, so it it's won't even have to fun. add on to it. Anyway, so, yeah, you're good. Uh So the over was once we left, we had a pretty good weekend, spent the day, went down, had dinner with her sister down in Prairie du and then went on like a little like hiking thing, which, you know, that's not necessarily what I enjoy doing with my days, but my kids loved it they were climbing on like trees and stuff in an Iowa state park. Fun fact about Iowa. They don't charge you to go to their state parks like Wisconsin does. So thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, that is nice.
0: I didn't realize Wisconsin charged for it. Usually I think if you have a military ID, you can get into any state park for free. I got to the grand Canyon for free. so
1: That's I a think. national park. Yeah. So yeah.
0: state or national.
1: Yep. Yeah. And I, th- I think that that's probably a pretty good idea. Like if you serve the country, you could you can <laughs> probably, fair. yeah. You can go look at
0: some trees and shit.
1: Yeah. Uh, but we had like, and then they had a pretty cool overlook that was over the river. Right. But I did spend the, the day like mostly, so I was in Prairie du Chien, So I was right across the river from Iowa. And then we went into Iowa to the state park. I didn't gamble on any stuff though. I was disappointed in myself. How would you go about doing it though? Just like download so, an app really quick or like so I have the FanDuel app on my phone. I just have to be in a place that I can use it.
0: Um oh. I would
1: have had to put money into it. I haven't put money into it, but I was disappointed in myself because I didn't do any gambling in my two hours in Iowa. So and I think even from Prairie Dachin, I probably could have swung it. Yeah. Get a VPN right, real quick just yeah. throw it i it. mean it, it might be from across the river anyway oh just have yeah just the uh power or whatever.
0: get a fishing pole wrap your phone up <laughs> and then cast it across the river make the bet i don't know who would make the bet you just have to find someone on the other side of the river like hit the button
1: and boom yeah, yeah the, the river we're talking about yeah right that river too like you just <laughs> cast across it no problem it's only like yeah. a
0: mile wide yeah if you got like one of the best um caster pros i knew a kid in uh school that was like really good at casting like did competitions and everything
1: oh well good for him yeah uh and then so Quick Trip has brought back these four ounce pork sirloins that are wrapped in bacon and they're 99 cents. I've been stopping every day to get them. We don't eat them every day, but like <laughs> you can only buy five at a time. So every day on my way home from work, I just stop and scoops them up. They're real good. So I'm pumped that they're back for 99 cents.
0: Yeah, that ain't a bad deal. Yeah, we are definitely missing out on Quick Trips in Florida because, yeah, our gas stations down here do not hold a candle to to quick trip. Got to pay a buck 50 to put air in my tires. Never have like a quick stop to get food.
1: Yeah, and like a quick trip you can kind of do all that shit. Like anything yeah. you really want to like grab real quick, quick trip pretty much has. Sometimes it's a little bit more expensive, but Yeah, no, we need them to
0: move to Florida for sure. Like I I don't get why this area hasn't had someone like i guess like me recognize like oh this is a big like miss that they have because i honestly in tallahassee i haven't found one nice gas station
1: so and i mean so there's no like casey's or anything either casey's is pretty close to a quick trip um what yeah. about like flying J's? no well maybe i i don't know we we have like if you see gate. a flying J's, those are usually on the interstate you could stop at one of those those are okay Yeah. We, we have something called a gate and that one's fine,
0: but like, it's still just like the package sandwiches that were like put in the microwave and then like put back out. I I don't know. Yeah. We definitely need, we definitely need a quick trip in this area. They would kill.
1: All right. Quick trips in Florida. Let's go talk to Drew. Let's do this. Yep. He doesn't take my good quick trip
0: ideas though, so.
1: (laughs) All righty. Next up, we're headed to running with the pack.
0: What do you got, Mike? What do you
1: got? uh, So I like the idea of the Packers taking a tight end or multiple tight ends in the draft this year. And I would like to see them move back to like 20 or 25 and try to get Dalton Kincaid out of Utah. Um I want more picks even though I don't think picks are valuable at all. I'm I would argue against picks at all times. Like I hate picks, but I like the hope that picks bring.
0: Yeah, I think that's like the main main thing with it. But I think if you have several picks, I like that more than having like one shot to to make things good. Like I yeah, think last
1: year's Last year's like, draft setup, I loved it. I thought kind of thought it was perfect, like two picks in the first, two picks in the second. I'd get rid of all my l- late-round picks for those four.
0: Oh, really? See, because I was going to uh, yeah, say, like, what would you rather have? Would you have your – yeah, you always want your first-round pick, but say like two picks in the first or – So you can either have two picks in the first, I think this is going to be too easy or five picks
1: in the third. Ooh, I don't know. Right. So like that depends on what you think the draft has, you know what I mean? If you feel like there's going to be, so I think there's like 14 tight ends that went to the combine. So really that's probably like 14 tight ends that are even draftable. Right.
0: Okay. Yeah. I'm,
1: I mean, in theory, right. There sorry. probably is a guy or two out there that you could draft that didn't get invited to the combine.
0: Okay. I get what you're saying. Yeah.
1: But, um, do you think you, you can get any value in those five picks? That's what it really comes down to, or like edge rushers, It seems like there's less a thousand of them when I'm doing those little like mock drafts things. Um, do you feel like there's going to be any of them left? In the third round, like anybody that can make an impact on your team long term,
0: yeah, for sure.
1: Because I and feel I think like... there is. It's just finding the right one. So I might, I might take five third round picks, but two first round picks, man, like that gets me juiced up. Even though I don't think that they're going to like make an impact, especially in year one.
0: Yeah, I want to say though, like I know there's lots of good tight ends that. Have won in the first round and stuff, and have had successful careers. But I want to say like the majority of like your your linebackers and your tight ends and stuff come in your like third to fifth round stuff.
1: Yeah, so I I don't know that like there's a ton of like really great tight ends that I've I've seen drafted in the first round. Um, yeah. like so like. Let's look at the guys who are at the top of the league right now. Like, Kelsey wasn't. Yeah, um,
0: I couldn't remember.
1: I don't think um, the guy Kittle was. I don't think Kittle was. You know, so, and those are probably the top two. And I'd, like, and I feel yeah. like they. S- I couldn't even tell you who well, first, round.
0: first round tight end in the league currently is now.
1: Like, so I feel Evan like- Ingram was drafted in the first round from jacksonville and then okay. oh, man there's another one that like hawkinson noah fant um obviously Pitts, but those guys are oh, still yeah, pretty yeah. young right and so they're just not there yet
0: yeah i feel like this is pitt's year to to prove that he was who he was but i i think he's gonna be great i i don't see where he won't i don't know how great of a traditional tight end he's going to be but i think
1: he's gonna be, he's going to be okay. yeah i mean so i i would imagine that he's like your anthony gonzalez or your um did i say tony gonzalez i think is actually what he went by right yeah on anthony and then uh or like the guy uh gates from the chargers guys that are really more like fluid in the offensive scheme in the offensive passing game rather than in like the blocking scheme right guys that didn't do a ton of blocking. they did some but like just wasn't excessive
0: yeah and i don't have his numbers right off hand like they probably are solid but i think even like more so like he just seems like not quite a receiver but not quite a tight end and then more of a wide receiver than your gonzalez and your gates comps that like yeah he's just just got that different body But, yeah, no, I wouldn't wouldn't be too mad with Packers, like, trading back, getting a tight end.
1: Yeah, so. So, I don't think that, like, those players generally make a huge impact in year one either. And then I just have one other thing about running with the pack real quick, unless you have something you want to throw in there. But I really want – Rodgers to make his decision so people shut the fuck up on the like speculation i don't care that he's like questioning whether he should do it or not i just don't want to be on social media and everything that revolves around the packers is whether or not he's going to make a decision or not i already know that he's contemplating decision you don't have to tell me every 10 seconds
0: yeah and it's just like too big of news to like not be out there all the time yeah i don't know it is annoying i'm pretty good at like completely like unplugging you you love the draft more than i do and like the offseason stuff
1: i feel like the combine stuff yeah so i didn't get into the combine too far but um there's a few things that i did see but yeah the draft i enjoy quite a bit
0: yeah we'll get into those later i I read some
1: of your hot in the streets you ready to bark about the Bucks or you got any more? Nope. So that I think that's all I got for the Packers right at the moment. So let's bark. Oh, 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 oh. all right. We are barking about the Bucks now. So
0: not the gr- I mean, maybe actually the greatest game that I got to go back and watch uh this year. So the, the Bucks took on the 76ers, ended up losing this game 133 to 130, but was just an absolutely amazing game on by both teams in this one so the bucks had it like pretty well in hand um at one point they had an 18 point lead so they kind of i guess you could say piss it piss it away a little bit but Embiid was just unstoppable in this game james harden uh was on a heater and 38 yeah and I want to get to the box score here and, and Tyrone maxi was also incredible, incredible for the 76ers in this one. So, Embiid had 31 maxi had 26 Harden had 38. And then the bucks still played great. Like if you look at the team stats in this game, like this, this game was just from a shot making standpoint phenomenal i i don't know like where it would go i'm sure some of the golden state games like if they ever ran into like another team that was shooting well at the time they probably are setting records for that stuff and i'm so dumb i don't even know what the records for that stuff would be but just just to go through the bucks uh top scorers so we had Giannis with 34 points lopez with 26 points holiday with 26 points and grayson allen with 20 points uh, Middleton kind of had like an off night there so he was two for two for eight shooting he only had six points in this one but I want to get into the team stats in this one because it was just like ridiculous from both teams so uh the 76ers shoot 50 percent from the field the Bucks shoot 53 percent from the field the 76ers shoot 48.6 percent from three the Bucks shoot 50 percent from three uh 76 is from the line 84 percent Bucks 89 percent and then the Bucks do end up out rebounding them 43 to 32. uh so the big thing that the Bucks lost in this one if you're going back through like the box score and you're like what what did they really do wrong in this game it it was uh we had K nine Kyle on here and He said, if there's one thing the Bucs are susceptible to, it is the turnovers. So in the turnover department, uh, the 76ers won that one. So the Bucs had 13 turnovers to the 76ers, six turnovers. And it says points off of turnovers. And I'm confused by this. So I think the Bucs gave up 24 points off turnovers, where the 76ers only gave up five. But this game just felt like a playoff game. Uh, it looks like if these two run into each other, it's going to be a fun series. I think the 76ers had what they needed to go right to win a game in the playoffs. Like, I would say if these two teams run into each other, granted, take it with a grain of salt, I am very biased towards the Bucks, But the the 76ers are going to need to have the perfect game like they had in this one. Um sorry, I got something going off on me. But it was it was definitely a show that got put on in this game.
1: Yeah, it was a good game. I mean it felt like anything that Harden or Embiid was throwing up was just going in. Yeah,
0: and there was like late
1: in the game, like late in the shot clock as well,
0: like Harden just chucks up a prayer and it goes in. But that, yeah. that's what I was trying to get, get at when an ad went off in my ears is it does seem like the 76ers have to play a perfect game to beat this Bucks team just because the Bucs just have so many. I mean, they have Giannis, and then outside of that, they have so many shooters. So many guys on the floor at all times that can hit threes. Like,
1: yeah. There's and a if big, they don't have those guys on the floor, those guys can come into the game and replace guys that aren't hitting.
0: Yeah, yeah. They're just the deepest Bucks team I've ever ever seen assembled. So yeah, I'm high on this team. I still don't see how they're not the favorites, but I definitely gotta watch some more um, boston games i did i think it was like a one o'clock game at least one o'clock eastern game and it was dallas versus the suns i did tune into that game a little bit i was kind of getting distracted during it but it, it the nba put on a show this weekend like there was lots of good stuff happening um, key matchups like that but I think we only have one more game with the Celtics before the end of the season. And I think it's going to fall into that department is like, if it comes down to the one seed is going to be determined by this game, we might see all the, all the stars on the court. But if, if one team, you know, is three games back or something, which it doesn't look like, going to happen. I, I don't know exactly what we are in the standings right now. I mean, we're either
1: we're one where we one are overall in the whole NBA. Yeah. Okay. So
0: the Bucks are two games up on Boston. So I did miss some Boston basketball. So Boston's lost their last three games. So yeah, I, I think what I'm getting back to there is I think if they meet up and the game is going to be you know, kind of irrelevant for the one seed. I don't think we're going to see Boston's full squad versus Milwaukee's
1: full squad. Like, yeah, somebody's going to sit in that game almost for sure. Yeah. And Um, that'll just be the way it is. That's the way the NBA kind of goes. And you, I don't know, I feel like to some extent, you don't want to waste that game, right? If you're the Bucs.
0: Yeah, you don't want to show them everything. You're gonna run out on them, who they're gonna be attacking, because playoff basketball is so much different. And I wish I knew the NBA a little bit better. Because I watch these games and I watch Grayson Allen. And I'm like, why do people complain about Grayson Allen all the time? Like he seems like he's such like, a good cutter. He like hits step back threes, um, whatever. But then when he plays in a playoff series like it seems like he gets picked on defensively is what I hear and what I see a little bit like my eyes kind of can see that and then you just can't play grace now in certain situations but uh, with Carter stepping up the way like we just have so many guys to like step in and fill that role I don't know who the best defensive I guess to two guard it would be I don't I don't even know like what yeah, you I don't would know call them because we definitely have the best point guard defender. Well, I won't say definitely have the best point guard defender in the league, but one of the best point guard defenders yeah. in the league in Holiday. Middleton's like no slouch. And yeah, I, I don't know. Giannis and
1: like, Brooke are both awesome,
0: yeah. Defensively. Just just a great defensive team all around. I assume Crowder is a pretty damn good defensive guy. I don't know if West math West Matthews is going to get much minutes
1: like once he's healthy again but but yeah this I, this I suppose that depends on what you need right so if you have a guy like Harden out there maybe West Matthews gets more minutes because of that
0: yeah I guess so yeah just shut him down and hit a three when it's kicked out to you so but yeah this yeah. this team is stacked and <clears throat> do you got any more on this game no no yeah just just an all-around great game even even with the Bucks loss, like if you watch that game you're like I got a treat in that one so uh next one we had was the Bucks uh head to DC to take on the Wizards they win this game 117 to 111 Middleton didn't play in this one so that's kind of like to our point it's like when the Bucks don't think that they need all their big dogs, you know, a guy like that is
1: going to sit out. I I don't know. Maybe
0: something was up with him because he didn't have the best game. uh, Versus Might just be like a
1: normal rest day because his wind isn't all the way back too.
0: Yeah. And I want to say in the, in the last games. Yeah. And he did get, I want to say he only had six points and he had like 27 minutes. Yeah. 27 minutes, only six points in that one. Um, and I'm curious when he's going to stop coming off the bench because he, he hasn't been getting the starts, but I don't know. I I'll pay closer attention to that. Cause I'm sure once, once his game time, Middleton's probably not going to be the guy coming off the bench in the playoffs.
1: I wouldn't, I wouldn't think so. Right. No,
0: but so, yeah, he doesn't play against the wizards, uh, wizards not the greatest team this year uh, i think they are i had 30 and 34 so not the worst team either but they were scrappy in this one beal had a good game uh porzingis had a good game um uh, but it was like we were saying in this last game is the bucks just had like too many shooters down the stretch hitting shots that it's just suffocating to uh, inferior teams i guess uh had a triple double uh which was kind of cheap i seen that you had something in here uh but at the last second of the game he threw the ball against the rim or like didn't even like throw it again just like tapped the ball against the rim to get uh one more rebound to get a triple double which got taken away which seemed fair to me. I don't know how you felt about that, but...
1: Yeah, I, like... But I understand them taking that away. They wouldn't take away points if he would have just dunked it.
0: That That is true, but it was kind of stupid. It
1: was a really shitty rebound, too.
0: It, I mean, did like, you did you see? It was just, like, yep. just yeah, touch like, the ball against the rim.
1: Like, tapped it against the rim backboard and... Yeah, but no, I get it. I understand why they took it away. It makes I'm fine with it, right? Yeah.
0: It's it's just odd that he
1: didn't have 10 rebounds in the game.
0: So 13 assists, 23 points, nine rebounds officially after after that rebound comes off the board. Uh Carter <coughs> goes off in this one for 20 points. But it, it felt like the Bucks had this one in hand most of the game, but like I said, the, the Wizards were pretty scrappy in this one. And I don't know if it's because the Bucks are just played the day before traveling out to the East Coast, um, stayed close to the very end. I want to say it was tied with like maybe five minutes left in the game, but then the shooters just took over and the Bucks are a scary team when that happens. You got anything on this one, Mike?
1: Nope. Uh, I'm pretty happy with the way it goes. Uh, I did see a stat today that, like, was power rankings, and I think it was from, like, CBS Sports, right? And they had the the Bucks in third, and I just thought that was completely stupid. Behind right? the so
0: Celtics mean, and then the Suns?
1: No, no which is either, even dumber, because it's behind the Nuggets and the Knicks. And so we have the number one – we have the best record in the league. In the entire league, we have the best record. And then on top of that, we've won 17 of the last 18 games, and we're not number one in the power rankings for this – for these people. didn't make any sense at all to me. Yeah. I might have got duped, but it was dumb. I think you did get duped because especially the Knicks
0: being in there is like – I know they – like I said, I I follow basically the Bucks, and then – what I see on ESPN and should with other teams. And I know the the Knicks have been fairly hot lately, but maybe I maybe the Nuggets and then the the only teams I think would be fair and I I don't believe this, but would be the Suns after acquiring Durant. Um just adding like a piece like that. Like you could be like, okay, maybe this team could get past the Bucks or beat them in the finals and nuggets they you know they've been on top of the west for the whole season and then maybe maybe boston you could be like chalk up this three-game losing streak to like dumb luck scheduling someone got hurt i don't know i don't know what's going on with boston right now
1: yeah i just thought it was pretty dumb but Uh, one,
0: one play i wanted to highlight in this game and i don't think like i I didn't watch like too much espn but i don't think it got highlighted too much but jay crowder just had this crazy behind the back pass like he was under the hoop and he flipped out a behind the back pass out to the wing to holiday for like a wide open three it just looked so damn sweet it was so so smooth but like that's that's the bucks team that we're watching it's like I said in the last episode, it almost looks a little globetrottery sometimes when they're when they're ticking. Like they can just do whatever they want.
1: But, yeah, and I can deal with that. Like a team that just dominates all around, I, I'm comfortable with that as long as it's my team and not somebody else's.
0: Yeah, I mean, the only team I've seen. Actually, I'm not going to make that bold of a statement, but. When Golden State was clicking, and that, that's still yeah. a statement to like compare any team to those Golden State teams, which might be the best teams that ever, ever you know, played basketball before. But yeah, the
1: two thousand one Lakers were like, or like that era of the Lakers, the when Kobe and Jack were together, were ridiculous as well.
0: Yeah, 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 and. That is all I got for barking on the Bucks.
1: Uh, you ready to bark about the Badgers?
0: All
1: right. So the Badgers, uh, they go in, or no, they're at home. They lose to Purdue 63, 61. Um, I think Klesmet played pretty awesome in this game. He put up 19 points. Um, they were down four or five after the first half. They played really well in the second half. They're up 57, 56 with when it comes down to the minute 45 mark. Uh, I say Klezman played really well. He commits a foul on Ed, Eddie, Edie, uh, however you say it. He makes both free throws. And after that, they never regain the lead again. So it goes down, we're down 58, 57. And after that point, we never regain the lead. Um, the game felt like we had an opportunity to win. A few times and just it never clicked for us um this game probably could have propelled the batters right into the tournament you win that game and you're probably in right so that's a big win um and i know that like the selection committee would look at that pretty pretty closely um right now they're gonna have they They had to beat Minnesota, which they did, and we'll talk a little bit about that game here moving forward. But um, even if they do get in, they're going to be amongst the last four to get in, I think. I think they're going to be maybe set into those play-in games as like a 12 or an 11 seed, something like that. I know that a few of those get them every year. They're going to be in that play-in game. It'll be interesting whether they make the field of 64
0: yeah i got something quick on that if if you don't mind me reading some so i went to bet mgm just because i want to see if you could put uh things on the odds yet but i got a pretty recent article and long story short uh this says wisconsin's firmly on the bubble when it comes to hearing his name called on selection Saturday, the Badgers are 16 and 13 as of March 5th. You need a strong finish of the season. According to Bracket Matrix, the Badgers are currently projected to be an 11 seed. So that, that would make sense what you're saying. Is they'd be the 11 seed, but they
1: would be a playing 11 seed. That That's the way I would imagine it. Um, now, Iowa feels like I've heard people talking about Iowa and they're like, they feel like they're going to guarantee make the tournament and they have like the same record and two losses to the Badgers
0: or yeah. pretty close
1: to the same record, which I find to be weird. But I mean, a lot of this stuff is weird, right? That like, maybe you beat the teams that we weren't able to do. Right. So you walked in and you beat Purdue one day and we can't, we didn't do that. And so um it is kind of what it is. Right. Um Anyway, uh what was that? went no Sunday they beat the they beat Minnesota but they were down early in that game in the first half they were down early and then they come back and they they're up four late and they throw out a sloppy inbound pass and let this game get into jeopardy oh yeah I think it, when they threw that inbound pass they were only up two and um followed right away. And, and then the guy who shot the free throws bricked one of them, which allowed them to extend that lead again. I, ju- I think Chucky, Chucky hit a really nice, like, kind of weird-looking, not quite a fadeaway jumper, but like a step-back jumper, step-back three, to put him up four. And after that, it was kind of just over. But the last 10 seconds probably lasted three minutes because of all the fouls.
0: Yeah, this this game, it looked like the Badgers kind of got back to like the bread and butter of what they were doing when they won earlier in the season where they kind of let just Crowell go for it. Uh, he was nine of 13 from the field for 21 points. Or I mean, Wall Wall was eight of 11, Crowell was nine of 13. So they let the big boys uh, score the points yeah. in this one.
1: Right. And so. I think they did have, the, they do have like an advantage against Minnesota down low. Like, even yeah. though we're not like, like huge big men, um, Minnesota undersized a little bit, like six, eight is their big man or something like that. Where ours is a seven crawls, a seven footer.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But just to go back and tap back on the, the Iowa being firmly in the tournament and just some of these big 10 teams with some pretty dog shit records being in the big 10 tournament. I did read something today. I don't have it up currently. So, but anyways, big 10 teams outside of conference this year. So say they play a hundred games. How many of those hundred games out of conference do you think they've won?
1: Oh man. So I would guess that it's a very, very large number, like 84, Okay, not quite that. I, I
0: want to say it was like seventy six percent of so the Big Ten when they're playing outside of the Big Ten, have won seventy six percent of the games that they've played outside the Big Ten. Which right. I mean yeah. that could be a skewed stat. Like obviously they're going to beat you know the Green Bay, Wisconsin's going to beat the Green Bay's that they play, the Milwaukee's that they play. Like
1: yeah, but um, like then the like you're throwing in Kansas is in there. Yeah, like the Badgers had a loss to Kansas. Was one of their other early losses to a non-Big Ten team? I think it was. It was they a team beat, that wasn't very good.
0: They beat Marquette. Yeah, there, there was one weird one, um, I want to say. Let me see if I can get it quick enough. So, Wake Forest. Right. Yeah, Wake Forest was was the weird ACC team
1: yeah. that they lost to. But, yeah. So, if could, everybody just gets two losses, right? through that time. And then there's gonna be teams like Minnesota who have like six or seven.
0: Yeah, yeah, they're pretty bad this year. I
1: mean, I think they only have like, maybe like 10 total wins. They are two
0: and 17 in conference and they are eight and 21 overall right now. So yeah, they don't even have 10 wins. So they had four losses outside of the conference, but. Yeah yeah they, they're pretty bad um i don't know do you you want to get into our draw for the big 10 tournament
1: yeah but, if you have it up there let's get into
0: it so i i don't have it up i just know they are playing ohio state uh right off the bat in the big 10 tournament so pretty good draw is that uh, a wednesday game i think so um let me pull up some more. So this. So yeah, they play them six thirty on Wednesday, March eighth. um If I can pull up the Big Ten bracket here real quick, and just see what the what the road is. But it looks like you know if they win two two games in the Big Ten tournament, that they should be in.
1: Yeah, I would I would imagine if you win two two of these games even if they're against the lower level competition you should be okay um yeah so that 6 30 time is Pat's time not our time oh okay. people listening here um we're at 5 30 but it, it shouldn't really affect your day too much I do like when we have a day a day game there because then I just tune it in at work put it right on the TV and call that a group and like no that's hang out and watch the game. That's my favorite
0: time for a game. So it looks like so if Wisconsin beats Ohio State, it's the 12 versus 13 seed right there, then they would go to play Iowa, the five seed. So like Mike stated earlier, they got Iowa it's seeming to be a lot to be into the tournament. So if you you win that Iowa game, then you'd move on to Michigan State and yeah, I don't know. Like, if if the Badgers can make a little push here, get into the tournament, like the stat we stated, the Big Ten is you know winning seventy six out of hundred games outside of outside of the Big Ten, they get matched up with some guys that aren't used to playing them. I don't know. I'm going to talk myself into the Badgers making it to the Sweet Sixteen if they get into the tournament. That's every
1: time. I like, assume they have to make it through the first weekend. They disappoint me so much when they don't. So
0: I definitely will fill out a bracket that has Wisconsin winning it all. But I think my actual my actual insights will be like I think the Badgers are actually going to make it to the Sweet Sixteen. So I mean, unless they go out against Ohio State. If they don't beat Ohio State and they make the tournament, I think something's almost wrong. Like, Yeah, that's a, I, w- I think I would agree with that. That's almost to the point where it's like you're just putting teams in based on their name at that point. Like they're, you're not going out and earning it, which whatever. It, it, there's 68 teams that get in now. So
1: if you don't get in, you don't really. You don't deserve to be there. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, so I think that kind of wraps up our talk about um, the Badgers. We're getting into the conference tournament. Uh, We'll have results of that. We'll know where the Badgers are seated when we run our next one. Actually, our next one is on, in theory, on the day the tournament, like the top 64 teams start.
0: So – uh, yeah, we we got some talking to do after the show. I I got kind of an idea, so all right, Good it might deal. it might be it might be a little different. Than that.
1: Perfect. All right, so we're going to move on to barking about the Brewers. They're in spring training. Doesn't seem like they have been really like killing it lately in the last three days since we because three days before this they were killing it, and now they're just. They're playing spring training ball they're not expected to win we're not expecting anything out of them currently um i think they did have like a 14 run game that would be cool to see maybe 40 of those this year
0: yeah i think what i'm doing in spring training so this is probably the closest i've been keeping up to spring training which isn't very close i haven't seen a spring training game yet just box score watching through spring training but I'm keeping a close eye on uh, Garrett Mitchell and Sal Frelick, just two of our young stud center fielders that might be. Mi- so Mitchell will be up. I mean, he was up last year doing some good stuff with the team and then Frelick. But so Garrett Mitchell's hitting 357. Sal Frelick's hitting 400. Rowdy Roddy, Roddy Telez has hit three, three homers. Yelich. I want to say is hitting pretty damn well, Um, but we got a big list of uh, guys to go through to get to Yelich. Uh, Yeah, Yelich is hitting 571, um, 625 on base. So, I mean, a lot of our big names are doing stuff. I think a big spring training thing is, you know, you're only seeing fastballs or whatever. And then like looking at the pitching, like, most of our big dog pitchers have thrown maybe 3 innings at the most right now. Uh it yep. looked like Corbin, Byrne, Corbin Burns got kind of rocked in a two-inning outing but like Mike said it is nothing to worry about. I mean, baseball season's so long and they're just knocking the rust off right now.
1: That's all I got. That's all I got. Yep, so uh now we're driving fast and turning left. We uh We're at the NASCAR Cup Series at California, I believe, this week. Will Byron gets the win. Really dominated the entire race. He led for like 160 laps or something like that. Um, Martin Truex Jr. finishes seventh, accumulating 42 points in the chase for the Cup. He led for three laps during the race, and he is now currently in fifth place. That's what I'm talking about,
0: MTJ. That's what I'm talking about.
1: He's in. He yep. is in as long as we can find a win someplace. All ready. right. Let's jump to hot in the streets. We're peeing on fire hydrants. Yep. Peeing on it. You go for it. You you made them all up. So
0: I'll let all you All right. Rip. So
1: uh got a few here. Anthony Richardson killed the combine, right? So like if he was like a mid first round pick, he's probably in the top five right now. He said that like. The intelligence level was there in his meetings. He, and has all the physical attributes.
0: So I got to see him play one game versus Florida state where I was actually at the game and I, I wasn't very impressed by, by him. I think he even had it like a good game, but it just seemed like he was missing guys. I don't know though. Like with, evaluating quarterbacks in combines and out of college, I think it's just such a crapshoot. but I do feel like this is going to be the combine hero that doesn't pan out. I'll go out on a limb. I don't think he's going to be good. Yeah. So I
1: don't know that. I mean. I think if you sure take him in the first
0: the- round, you, you make a mistake.
1: So but he seems like a third round guy. I think that if a guy is a combine hero, teams should stay away from them ridiculously, right? So, um, even if you have like the like dominant play in college, and then you come in and you're the combine hero and you're running like faster than they expect and doing things differently than you expect and have an opportunity to jump to one, right? So your top ten pick you get an opportunity to jump to one because of your combine stats. I think like as a general rule, avoid that guy. And I don't know why.
0: Yeah, I think it's because a lot of the good guys, I don't think Bryce Young's showing up to throw and stuff. I, I think he basically showed up to the combine just to get measured. They're they're all nuts about if he's 5'9 or 5'10. Um, But yeah, I think – think you're starting to hear it more and more. I mean, people do just get blown away uh, watching the combine and just seeing some of these guys' numbers, which is insane. Like, I, I went out to eat somewhere and I was watching just some of the drills that they were running these guys through. And, I mean, it is fun to watch kind of. So I'll, I'll give it yeah. that. But, but, yeah, I think you just got to look at what they did in college. And, obviously – if they got the the right arm strength the right speed like i guess you could, you could go there and if a guy a wide receiver runs a five one you're like yeah I, I don't know if this guy's gonna pack it in a league where right. everybody's okay. running so, like four seven but yeah like when it comes down to did he run a four five or a four six
1: like so I don't how much that. does it really matter maybe a little bit but not yeah. not as much as i would like i think some people put into it right and like i see a lot of people that are like this guy's super athletic you got to get him you got to get him you got to get him and not, i just don't i don't necessarily see that all the time
0: the old and Al if, you, Davis if you
1: draft method and if you jump the, up a bunch of spots, right so like they're like oh man the guy doesn't look like he plays football very well and then he jumps up 20 spots because he ran really fast or he did a bunch of bench press reps or whatever it was. Jumped out. I think of pool. like yeah. I think that like general consensus is don't draft that guy for me. Right. Like just stay away from him and move on. Um yeah. uh moving on to the uh NBA, John ja Morant got suspended for showing a firearm on his Instagram or TikTok or some social media. He got two games. He, now he's potentially gonna get 50 games because he took that gun on an airplane supposedly.
0: Yeah. So I, I hadn't heard about the 50 game stuff yet, but I heard the video of the gun. It's pretty it was like a tiny little pistol. I got the video. It did, did seem
1: it did seem like a small gun, but I mean, I don't know that they still yeah. don't probably feel good if you get shot with one.
0: Yeah, and I don't know. I, you know, I'm not from where he's from. I'm not like
1: do you, anything like Do you know like where that. he's from?
0: Uh, I know he, he went, went to, to Murray State. Murray State, yeah, but, which
1: doesn't mean much. I mean, honestly no He'd go anywhere in the country really so yeah i don't i don't even know where he's from
0: yeah and i don't know to me it always just seems so stupid but it seems to happen more often than you would think where I, there's something to it you know like you can't just be like this guy's a complete and total dipshit because he had a gun on him at some point like whereas maybe he grew up in a place where if you didn't have a gun on you it wasn't a good idea type deal and i like i said i don't know where he's from so it looks his high school was crestwood uh yeah, anyway no, it's in s- private
1: school south carolina okay um, but like he's probably going to a private high school because he's that talented at basketball that people are probably recruiting him to some extent you know yeah
0: and i think if i dug
1: in to that
0: like i don't know shit about it so i guess i can't, me neither, me neither. Can't you touch can live
1: in a shitty to... place anywhere right yeah anywhere can have a shitty place in it that you yeah. don't feel safe doing things um but to me like when i hear stories
0: like that i'm like what a dipshit like who who has what? but you just like plexico burris like it's happening yeah
1: And at this point in our lives, you got to think like, and I've probably thought that same, like had that same thought, like what a dipshit all the time. Right. So even when I was 20, but like, he's like 22 years old. Like he's a kid. He doesn't like, he's not us. Like as much as we want to think like, oh, you know, we're still young and like, whatever. But like, and we're not old. I'm not like pretending that we're old. I'm just saying that we've got a lot more life experience than he does as adults. No, I and definitely I, did
0: shit when I was 23, where I would have probably gotten suspended from, um, like an athletic event. I would yeah. have like, whether it be yeah. like partying and then showing up drunk to where people would have been like, what a dipshit, which they yeah. would have been. Right. So
1: yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. for sure. And so like he's 22, like you make, you're dumb when you're 22, like that's a piece of it. Like not because like, and we look at him as like this full grown adult where I don't think I would look at like my nieces and nephews in the same way because he's making millions of dollars and he's really good at basketball, right? Which has nothing to do with how intelligent you are in, in a lot of ways. Like you might really understand basketball really well and you might be able to shoot a ball, but like making social like decisions, I don't think that has much to do with it.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, you're right. You, you're you definitely not fully, like, developed. Fully you, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, crazy, crazy story. And I mean, there's been, like, more shit going on with John Moran. Like, I think there was something with his guys after a game aiming a laser pointer at, I want to say it was the pacers or some shit like that. So it's not like a completely yeah. isolated incident. Like it's it's looking like it could like if, if there's something that's not intervened and people are like, hey dude, like it's time to cut the shit because this could turn into a really bad story if, right. if you're still hanging with guns and like Yeah. And like people who want to hang out with guns and put you in a situation where you think you need a gun
1: type deal. Right. And I think as he ages, I think that stuff will resolve itself. Right. That he's going to understand where he needs it, where he doesn't like he doesn't. If he feels like he needs a a gun, right, then you can carry it. You can conceal it. You can not be flashing around and not be using it in a way that appears dangerous right and so i would actually imagine that he was probably safe enough i mean he's dicking around with it he's showing it on his phone but i would assume there's nobody in that area that he's like pointing it at now if he's doing shit like that like someone needs to intervene now but like i guess they kind of are like suspending him but You can probably still carry a firearm and be safe about it. Right. So we see that there's all kinds of concealed carries all over America. That's true. Yeah. And like, we don't know about them. He just has to be more intelligent about the way he's displaying that type of stuff. Like that behavior. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it was in Colorado. So I don't know. I don't know shit about gun laws state to state. Yeah. I just know in uh, Texas. Not enough probably it probably wouldn't have been an issue if it was in texas like
1: like, like there's a lot of states in the that are open carrier stuff right that like if you have it on your outside like nobody can say anything you don't have to have a concealed carry permit like as long as you're displaying so people know that you have it or whatever concealed carry you need to most places need to have a license there's only probably I don't even know if it's a handful that don't have like relatively loose concealed carry laws where like, if you take the class and you have the permits and all that stuff, like, you can take them just about anywhere. There's a couple places that I think are pretty tight, but
0: yeah.
1: All I right. Uh, On to the next one, Mike. Yeah. So places that probably are not very tight with gun laws, um, is Louisiana, Derek Carr signed with the saints today. So, I think it's pretty surprising that he signed before shit happened with Rogers. Yeah, before they know about a decision, unless the Saints think they already know what the decision with Rogers is going to be.
0: Yeah, or they're just like sick of dealing with it. Don't want a guy just for one year. Um, Yeah, you know, you bring Car in. I think it was a four year some sort of deal. I think the Saints got screwed on that deal because. I don't know, man. Carson Wentz, or not Carson Wentz, Derek Carr, maybe a step above Carson Wentz, but just does not impress me. And this was the year. Granted, I want to say, digging into my memory, that the Raiders did have like Renfro grow down. Waller was down for a while. Uh, Devontae Adams. I, I don't know if he was hurt much, but. But anyways, three big weapons. I, I don't know. Derek Carr's never impressed me. I've always been surprised that he would never was on the hot seat in in o- Oakland and Las Vegas. And I don't know. I just don't think he's that good of a quarterback. I think he's a backup quarterback. I think he's a great backup quarterback. Like if
1: that's see you have and, for- and for me, like he is the epitome of who do you replace him
0: with? Yeah, that's true.
1: Right. So he is the guy that I used for this argument forever was Andy Dalton. Right. That like, like everybody hates Andy Dalton. Right. But who do you replace him with? And so they found a guy like they did. Um, but I think there's a number of those guys all over the league, Derek Carr. He was a, who do you replace him with now? They could spend the next five years trying to find a guy for Oakland that can play and maybe never find him, right? It,
0: that's true. But I, I Jimmy just think he is
1: a who do you replace
0: him with guy? Yeah, Kirk Cousins, I feel like, is one of the best who do you replace him with. Yeah, guys. I agree with it's that. Like, it's like you kind of want to replace him, but he's still okay. Yeah, yeah, yep. But yeah, I. I guess though, at some point, I think we're such biased fans. If we did ever get a quarterback that was in this
1: position, we would probably be like, Oh no, we love him!" Like, (laughs) yeah. Like uh, we can wait positive about everything. I think, like you said, like the Badgers example that we went over earlier is the perfect example of that. Like if they make the tournament, we expect them in the sweet 16. Yeah. Win three games in the tournament. What's the big deal. But uh, if that would be if they're a playing team, right? Yeah. Anyway, uh, the NFL has reinstated Jaguars wide receiver Calvin Ridley, so I hope that like they start pushing to get more t- more places to be able to gamble online through the FanDuel stuff. Now that this yeah. should be solved.
0: Yeah. Calvin Ridley. That was a weird one. That was like, he put in like parlays or something and then he like, so, it on the internet and, and like,
1: this is from his like Twitter account, but it was like, he was like saying it was like 200 bucks. It exactly. wasn't even like real money. Like it was, it wasn't like he was betting thousands and thousands of dollars on games or nothing like that. It was like, and I he think was just, he was
0: hurt while he did it too.
1: Like. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Wasn't even part of the deal. And then he, Or he had stepped away from the team or something like that because he was he had some something going on that year that he was not playing and i guess i kind of get
0: it to a point is like you kind of have a little bit too much inside information if you are a player where he could quite possibly know just from talking to guys on the team so like he was on atlanta at the time right yeah so say Atlanta was playing the Saints and his buddy on Atlanta was um gosh, an Atlanta players escaping Patterson. And Patterson was like, hey man, I'm not gonna play. Like he's like, I, I got hurt. And people don't know. But I guess they they do I think they kind of had to state that stuff to the, the public
1: more as so much as they like can, I think. Yeah, yeah.
0: But whatever. Uh, it, it seemed kind of stupid.
1: Yes. Yep, yeah, but he he got reinstated. Hopefully his career comes back on track. And then now we're gonna get into Terrifying. our like our March madness. They're already in. Like they finished their conference championships. And these are the five teams that are currently in. We got Kennesaw State out of the Ace Sun. Is that the Atlantic Sun? Probably. Yep. The uh UNC Asheville is in out of the big south. Drake is in out of the Missouri Valley. Farley Dickinson is out in out of Northeast Conference and Southeastern Missouri State, which I believe is also known as SEMO. Yeah. I don't know that. Out of the Ohio Valley. I'm pretty sure they're the team, SEMO team, S E M O. Okay. It makes sense. Southeast
0: and then Missouri. Well, yeah, I got a buddy that lives in Asheville. That's kind of cool. Tell him he has to go out and watch. Well, now, now, he won't be able to stay home and watch watch his team play. But I remember I was in Fort Campbell, Kentucky. So that's in Clarksville where Austin P is. Oh, okay. And I always would say Austin P V because I don't know, for some reason it just it needed a PV to me. So I always thought it was Austin P V, but they made the tournament when I was there and it was pretty cool. The Clarksville went nuts for for a little while, but
1: yeah, that's like that would be pretty cool living in town that a team makes the tournament in. I think it would be um, fun to be a big fan of like,
0: I feel like Milwaukee has Marquette in there. So, like, like Green kinda, Bay, maybe Green Bay, that would be cool. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that
1: would it'd be, be like fun. an actual fan of Green Bay. And then they go, they never, yeah. they're never good though, they haven't been good in forever.
0: Yeah, there was that one year. I want to say it was 2006. Actually, no, I don't think Green Bay made the tournament. But there was a year, yeah, because Milwaukee made a deep run. But it was a year, I think Wisconsin was in the Sweet 16, Marquette was in the Sweet
1: 16, and then Milwaukee was in the Sweet 16. I think. Yeah, I that one. was probably, uh, who's the guy who's coaching for Alabama right now? Bruce uh, Pearl, pro. Pro, yeah. yeah. Yeah, just cheating his fucking ass off. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right, uh, moving to our uh, spicy pepperoni treats. Um So these are both mine. Uh At this point, there is zero chance that the Packers will trade Jordan Love.
0: So you're saying that is like it's a spicy meatball but
1: like, do you have facts to back that up? Or, no, I just have opinions. Like, so let's say that Aaron Rodgers chooses to retire. Obviously, you don't tra- trade Jordan Love, yeah. right? Let's say he comes in and he says he wants to trade. You're not trading Jordan Love and Aaron Rodgers for sure. Like, that isn't going to happen. And yeah. then let's say that Rodgers comes in and says he wants to play at least one more year because I would assume that this contemplation thing happens again at the end of next year. Like you're not like, all right, I'm in for the next two years. Right. So if you didn't know after this season, then after next season, you're going to be in kind of the same boat. Like, should I play? Should I not play? And so no way you trade Jordan love, if you can control him for another year and then put him in, in his fifth season. Right which is the case so this is the last year on his actual rookie deer deal and then they have the fifth year option on jordan love and there's unless jordan love is like throwing a huge shit fit, which doesn't seem like he's that guy that does this right he does you don't hear him say shit about anything he just yeah stays in the background doesn't say a word like nothing's going on and he could demand a trade. And if he demands a trade and really stands on it hard, maybe they do. But, like, and I would accept that. Like, I get why he wants yeah. it. I understand not cry. like I'd be mad at him. I'm just saying that from the Packers' point of view, there's no reason to make that trade this year. You could always make that trade next year if you want. But I don't, I don't know that they want that. I think they want Jordan Love to be the starter for the Green Bay Packers at some point. I don't know if it, that happens this year or in his fifth year. See, my spicy meatball
0: that I would tack on to yours, or spicy pepperoni, is... I I hate saying it because I'm an optimistic fan, but I kind of don't think the Packers think Jordan Love is that good.
1: Yeah, and you kind of mentioned that in the last episode, right? That you think that they're kind of bluffing on this Rodgers stuff. Yeah, I think trying to get his trade value higher.
0: Yeah, and I think it's working because the general people that we follow on Twitter, you know, it seems I would say more of like a 60 40 slant, if not higher. That people are like, let's just move on with Jordan Love. Like, we're sick of this Rogers shit. And you would think, as an organization, you would be like, yeah, we're, we're kind of sick of it. Like we got a guy that we think can kind of be a guy. So, uh, but I guess though, without Rogers making that decision, you don't want to be like, okay, we're moving with Jordan love. So I guess there there's games to be played on both sides of it. But I think if you just knew that um, Jordan love was going to be a good quarterback and you kind of had the idea that Rogers like just might retire, you could just be like, you know, whatever. Like, if Rogers retires, at least we don't have to play against them. I, I don't know. I, I just think you would ship him.
1: Yeah. So my quicker. my personal belief is that both the Packers and Aaron Rodgers are trying to play the baby face here. That they're trying to play the good guy, right? Um, neither of them wants to look like a heel. Uh, so Brett Favre and the Packers. The Packers looked like a heel for what? three four years and then maybe not even that long maybe it was two years and then after that Brett Favre looked like the heel and I don't think either of them want their legacy to go down like that and so I mean I just it might be short-sighted out of the Packers to not want to be the heel in this moment But I think if you said we have faith in Jordan Love and we're going to move on from Aaron Rodgers and they had said that while he's gone. I think that if that's what they wanted to do, that's what they would have done. They would have just moved on like they wouldn't be waiting for a decision from him. Um, I think that they think he is still their best chance to win a Super Bowl in 2023 or 2024. Right. So they have to like kind of placate him a bit.
0: Yeah, when Where do you think? I that think this...
1: with Favre and Rodgers, it was debatable who was better to win, who was more capable of winning that Super Bowl in the team's eyes.
0: Yeah. So when do you think? Like, it seems like the decision's got to come out before the end of this week. I
1: would, I would assume. assume that it has to come out tomorrow. I think that like real moves have to start happening tomorrow, right? So like tagging. Um, maybe like one week from tomorrow is the opening of free agent, but like the tampering period opens like right now or something like that, like legal tampering or something. I'm not sure. Something like that. Yeah. I would I would assume it'll happen tomorrow on the McAfee show when he comes and sits down. I don't think he's going, I would assume he doesn't go on, but. Yeah. No, I mean, after the
0: combine, all the teams meet up together and yeah. So anyways, if I had to give you how many jalapenos you get for that one, I I guess I'd go with seven because I think if Rodgers comes back and he's definitely going to be a Packer, I don't think it would be a bad idea to try to get something out of love. But also, like you said, it won't be a bad idea to keep him and then – But then I think next year you have to be
1: like, you know, loves our guy. Like we're, yeah, kick rocks. We're done. Yeah. Right. Right? Um, and then moving on from that, I do not think the Packers need to draft a wide receiver. And I do not think they need to draft a wide receiver in the first round. Um, I know when I'm doing like these mock draft things where I like go through and I'm drafting people like one of their needs is wide receiver. And I don't see that. Like, they might not be super deep at wide receiver, especially if Lazard is gone. But, like, at no point do you need to draft a wide receiver before the third round in this. In this, I would much rather have an edge rusher, an offensive tackle, um, a safety. Even though at safety, we're okay. Like, I don't think we're terrible at safety. But, like, having another piece would be, would be good. Edge rushers, you can always take one. An offensive tackle, you can always have – Having an extra one never hurts anything. Um, I just don't see the need for a wide receiver. I just like the idea of it. Like if we yeah, get – Everybody likes the idea of it, and that's why it's on every like every board.
0: Yeah. No, but if we get somebody uh, to pair with Watson, like two young receivers that are like next level. Super
1: fast, yeah. Kid,
0: and then we have this defense as well um I think the Packers could be pretty dangerous but not taking one in the first round i think it's fair like I don't know like it seems like the wide receiver class this year is pretty deep so I guess if you can hold out and get a good guy like we did with watson um yeah why not wait so we'll we'll keep it neutral for you and we will give you five jalapenos. Keep it keep it nice and lame. So with that, Mike just had an emergency at his house, but that was all we had for the show today. So as always, thank you for listening. We love you guys. We appreciate the support. We're gonna keep trying to get better here. We've been playing around with our YouTube um and trying to like edit some videos and do some things like that uh we're trying to get some guests on again so we are trying hard um and we do have something that i think is gonna be pretty fun coming up in the march madness so it should be coming out next week uh we're gonna have a a new bracket type challenge that we're going to try to roll through but like i said we appreciate the support <clears throat> thank you for listening like subscribe download look at our stuff on youtube it's not great yet i'll give you that we, we definitely need some um, editing editing practice but that being said if any of you guys are doubting the bucks the badgers Packers, the brewers we'll throw marquette in there today a succeed Or number six in the country rolling into tournament time. Down any of those guys, you can eat our shorts. Broadly, all them suckers that doubted the Packers King, eat my shows. All them suckers that doubted the Packers King, eat my shows. Eat them all, them suckers that doubted the Packers E my show eat my shows. Nah, nah, nah. Eat my shows.